Hey everyone, what's up? It's your girl Nakia and welcome to the Fearless Kia Podcast. everyone it's your girl fearless kia i am doing a special fearless chat this week because it is the end of the first month of 2019 we have all set our goals our visions our action plans on how we are going to attack 2019 right we are coming for everything we are claiming our blessings this year and one of the goals that i am claiming for myself because january has already shown me that you need to stay ready So you ain't got to get ready. And when I say that, I mean, stay ready when it comes to my finances. So my sister has been calling me on the phone saying, you need to take care of your financial health. You know, I've had a situation this year already where both of my roommates are leaving out of my apartment and I'm trying to figure out, oh my God, how am I going to fill these rooms before, you know, the lease starts next month and I can't afford this apartment on my own, but I don't, you know, have any money stacked in order to, cover the rent for the month because like she said I wasn't taking care of my financial health if I look at you know you have your body is your body in good health my financial health is probably you know suffering a serious illness (laughs) right now and I need to make sure that it gets the um, antibiotics that it needs in order to you know, re-up and and be back in a good health. And so with that being said, uh, I wanted to do this podcast specifically because I was talking about this last week on my Instagram and a lot of people responded about me paying off my um, debt by April 2019. So I wanted to do a podcast on financial health and how we can improve our financial health in 2019, at least try to get it in a great place so that we, when a rainy day comes or shit hits the fan or you still the fan, you'll be able to have coins stacked up to take care of yourself and to make sure that you're covered. So the first thing I want to talk about is what is financial health. Financial health is a term that's used to describe the state of one's personal financial situation. There are many dimensions to financial health, including the amount of savings you have, how much you are setting away for retirement, and how much of your income you are spending on fixed or non-discretionary expenses. So this is really doing an audit of your finances, your 401k, your IRAs, whatever if you have cds whatever you have your money sacked and wherever your financial income is coming your salary your living expenses really doing a financial audit to figure out where your net worth is where your liabilities are and how to set a monthly budget so that you can start to pay down those liabilities so that you can start to increase your net worth and you can start to save um So with that being said, one of the things that I like to do, one of the tips and tricks that I like to do is print out all of my bank statements from the previous year, so 2018, and go through with a highlighter and really line through where I'm spending significantly amount of money on something that is a want and not necessarily a need. For instance, Uber's convenience I spent a lot of money on the key the on the convenience of something versus something that I actually need and so I ended up I ended up going in a financial deficit because I'm spending money in places that are not helping me you know so 
the convenience of me not having to walk to the train and get on a train at 8 o'clock at night and wait for the train to come for 20 minutes when I can just take an Uber. It's going to take me right there in five minutes across the way in Brooklyn. That is what always kind of kills me, right? That's my pain point. So now I have to be more conscious of that. I have to say, okay, if I'm going to spend or lift an Uber, maybe I need to put a certain amount of money aside and say, okay, this is going to be on top of my monthly MTA card. This is going to be my Uber Lyft fund for the month. Once it is tapped, it is tapped. Sis, you better get the walking. You better get the waiting for the train. So that's just an example. But really examining where you are spending a lot and where can you cut costs. I can say that I probably spent 600 to $800 probably on Ubers like in a year. That's ridiculous. Night, that's ridiculous. Probably more, to be honest. I haven't gone through all my big (laughs) statements yet, but that's ridiculous. And that's $800 that could have been in my savings. So you really have to do the tough work and peel back the layer and say, ooh, this is going to hurt to see how I've been spending, but I need to know how I've been spending so I can improve my financial health. So another thing I will say, so the first thing is know your net worth and do your monthly budget. Really take into account everything you're spending your monthly budget on and making sure that you're only spending about 30 to 35% on living expenses. If you're spending more than that, you may need to reevaluate. You may need to reevaluate because there's no way that you're going to be able to have an emergency fund, save, put money into retirement, Think about, you know, these future things that you want, whether it's a car, a house, building a family, getting engaged, whatever it may be, you know, or getting married and starting a family. And you spend in majority of your money, 50 percent or more on living expenses. That's not realistic. You know, you really have to start to fine tooth that. Um, but also too recognize and manage lifestyle infl- inflation. So, for instance, food may increase every year. Rent is going to increase every year. But something else that is transportation increases every year. I know it damn sure it increases every year in New York. They're always raising the price. Netflix increases every year if you're a streamer. You know, these utility bills are not fixed. <laughs> they do fluctuate. So thinking about those things, anticipating those things, and cushioning those budgets so that you're keeping that in mind for, for your livelihood. Um, three, know the difference between a need and a want. I think I was touching on this earlier, um, but also spending accordingly based off a need versus a want. A need, life or death. That's a need. You know, personal hygiene things, toothbrush, you know, toothpaste, soap, deodorant. Those are needs that feel like you need, you know, roof over your head to lay your head down. Uh, Food, you know, to nourish your body. I don't, you know... Going to get a cocktail, I know it feels like a need, but it's really a want at times. And so is brunch, and so is eating out all the time. And so you really have to, like, draw a tough line of what a want is and a need and really understand that this sacrifice that you're making right now is for the long term 
better good of your financial health. Doesn't mean that you can't treat yourself. Doesn't mean that you can't go out and have a cocktail every now and then or go out and eat out every now and then if you can afford it. But if you cannot afford it, sis, and you about to say, oh, I'm going to go out and do brides and I'm going to charge it to my credit card. Unless you are physically paying that credit card off as soon as that net paycheck hits, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Like, just don't. Get you, get you a box of OJ. Get you a little champagne bottle for like $9.99 at the corner liquor store. Get your own mimosas at home. Make your own little brunch and call it a day. There are workarounds to these things. And like it's nothing wrong with telling the friend I'll get out with you for a cup of coffee or tea versus a cocktail, right? Like think about the pricing in those things. Or come over for brunch. I'll make, I'll cook. You bring the bottle. Like... I'm just saying, like, there are workarounds to save money. The other thing is to start saving early. So this is point four, start saving early. I have a tough time saving and paying off debt. I don't know if anyone else is in my situation, but, like, it's just, like, if I put money into my savings and then I'm like, damn, but I could be putting that money and paying off my debt because I keep seeing this debt go up and I keep seeing these interest rates and I keep seeing all these, you know, things that keep just accumulating when it comes to my credit card debt but I'm just like you know what I have to save right because in an event that layoffs happen something is to happen I need to have at least three months of rent saved up at least in an emergency fund put away that I don't even tap into my savings just in an emergency fund then I need to have savings for the rainy 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 days right when it's a drought and you know jobs are not coming or hiring is not coming as easily I need to make sure that I'm covered so save as much as possible I know that I can't do both but my plan is to really aggressively save this year because I know that I am going to live on my own I am claiming it I'm going in the 30 living on my own and then lastly I already touched on this just now but build and maintain your emergency fund like it is important like layoffs are happening people you know government shutdowns are happening like there's a lot of people who are not um you know getting paychecks so making sure that you are planning for I don't want to say the worst because like of course like I don't want to sound like negative but I'm saying that if you plan for the worst scenario you at least are making sure that you're taking care of yourself right and your livelihood you make sure you have a roof over your head food on the table a place to lay your head and so I cannot stress that enough like at this point 29 28 or if you're in your early 20s if you have a coin hitting right now please save aggressively it will help you tremendously in the long term. That is why a lot of people are shacking up because coins is not aligning. You want to make sure you have your stuff in order so that you meet someone who aligns with you and y'all both have your stuff in order. Y'all both are financially savvy. Y'all both are financially responsible. Um, so these are all things to keep in mind. And even talking about 
financial health and financial planning. So if you have a goal, say you recently got engaged and you're planning a wedding, one of the companies that I love is Zola. They're a wedding company that will do anything for love and they're reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the most happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. So Zola in a nutshell takes the stress out of wedding planning for free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry and affordable save the dates and invitations and easy to use planning tools. You see what I'm saying? Free coins save. (laughs) You can start with a free wedding website. It's so easy and takes just a few minutes to set up. Over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fits any couple style and every type of wedding. And if you think about it, right, everybody wants to tell that story of how you met and like planning for the wedding and what to look forward to. So you can literally put whatever you want that's going to personalize it for you and your significant other. You can put your Zola registry on your wedding website so that guests can get all the details they need and buy your wedding gift in one convenient and beautiful place. And then the guests love free shipping and returns, price matching and more like who, again, save a coin, again, financial, like this is perfect. Who doesn't love that, right? Um, Zola just makes registering for newlywed life so easy. And if when you're getting married, depending on if you're in your early 20s or in your late 20s or going into your 30s, you want to make sure that you're finding ways where you can cut costs, right, when you're planning your wedding. And this is, like, an awesome opportunity to do that. And plus, like, they have the best completion discount 20% off remaining gifts on your registry starting right after your big day so like hello save 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 Zola is Zola is a company for you so for me even just navigating the site is truly easy you're able to really just it's drawn in by all the beautiful designs I'm personally not engaged but hey you know Zola is at the top of my mind for what my future fiance proposes and we need to have a site where we come up with all the details that we want to send our guests to so it's it's perfect I definitely would recommend it to any of my friends as they're planning their weddings this year of course we're right around the corner from Valentine's Day so sis some of y'all about to get y'all rings this is the place to go Zola is the perfect spot for you to plan your wedding and the great thing for any of my podcast guests that are listening that are engaged that are planning weddings this year and you're thinking about where to start well my friends I have a special offer for you for all of my listeners who are engaged and planning a wedding for 2019 to start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola go to zola.com backslash fearless Again, Z-O-L-A dot com backslash fearless. I promise you it will help you tremendously. There's so many planning features on the site. It's free. Who doesn't want free wedding website when you're thinking about planning a wedding with all the other costs? 
And you can build your dream registry and have your registry right on your wedding website. So all in one place. You can't get no better than that. So to my lovers that are planning to tie the knot this year, I hope this helps you tremendously. Don't forget to visit Zola.com. And with that being said, we're going to get back into the top five ways to improve your financial health. So make sure to take notes because once again, this is all about saving a coin. Okay, so I went through the five ways to improve your financial health and I know that I said like save build and maintain your emergency fund know your network but I want to give you the tools to be great right we all want to be great so here are the things that I would say to do to get towards your financial goals one print out all your bank statements highlight see the areas where you're spending a lot and be mindful of that and set budgets against those areas so that you're not exceeding spending, right? In your want areas versus your needs. Two, look at your monthly budget. See where your money is going to. Every dollar. I know that's tedious, but you want to know where your money is going out every month. You want to see how is that hitting your overall monthly income and whether you're in your 30 to 35 percent range or if you're spending more and where can you cut in order to get yourself back down to that 30 to 35 safe range of living expenses so that you can save so that you can put money into your emergency fund so that you can put money into your retirement um your 401k three change people think that like oh i got a penny i'm gonna throw this away change adds up okay Every coin, instead of throwing it away, save it. The piggy bank style. This is what I'm going to call it. You know, I save my coins, literally. Like, you never know when you need to cash in a couple of coins for a couple of bills, you know, and that accumulates to a whole bag that you didn't know. And by bag, I mean, you know, bag of money. So save all of the loose changes you have over the year that's some extra funds that you don't even know that you can add on top to your savings right um when you get that tax refund this is three i think this is three if not three then it's four when you get that tax refund and when it hits please don't spend it please save it like i understand now, if you're putting your tax refund towards your debt and you're and it's going to put a huge dent in your debt where it cuts it down. OK, maybe that's a smart strategy. You know, I'm not a, you know, end all be all financial experts. This is just me coming from my plan and what's worked for me. But, you know, don't spend it. Save it. Um, that's the best way to go. It's helping you think about all the money that you've been putting into cutting your debt down at the beginning of the year. When you get that tax refund, it's just a way to add to that cushion of that emergency fund or that savings so that you know, like, okay, you, you have a little starter, starter money to continue to save and build upon that. Um, and then five, I will say that when you go out on the weekends, take cash. Um, I know we are a credit card, uh, swipe a visa, debit card, uh, Venmo type of, you know, electronic technology age of how we spend money and pay for things. But I would highly recommend spending cash and setting yourself on a 
physical cash budget on the weekends. Okay, I'm going to go out. What's my budget for the weekend? $30 is $30. You got $30 to spend for this weekend. $40 is $40. You have $40 to spend for this weekend. Whatever it is, if you say, okay, I'm going to spend, let's say, $120 this month on going out. And I take $120 and I divide that by four because it's four weekends. That's $30 a weekend. So that's $30 you to spend. Use it wisely. You know, you don't have to go out every day. But then you say $30 a weekend. It seems unrealistic, but it's realistic. Like, it is very realistic. There's a lot of free museums that are a lot of free activities, depending on where you're at. There's a lot of, you know, again, entertaining at home. You may cost you, but... Ten dollars to buy a bottle or go to someone's house and they have a game night. These are things where you're not spending as much, right? A bottle of wine for ten dollars, something like that. So literally physically carry cash. When that cash is gone, that cash is gone. You ain't got it. That's how you physically have to, I mean mentally have to think about the funds. They're gone. Don't have it anymore. Even though you know you have it, this is where you start to change those financial habits of swiping. Right. And just saying, okay, here's the cash that I had when the cash is gone, the cash is gone. I don't have it. And then that starts to trying to train yourself to think about how you're financially spending on things. Um, Those would be my tips and tricks and what I do and how I think it will start to help build. But also, again, doing a financial audit is very important and understand where you're spending so that you can now determine what is wants and needs and start to spend accordingly. Um, I highly recommend some things that people recommended to me when I did my Instagram the other day. My Instagram stories is joining a, a, a financial gym. Um, the financial gym is more so uh, a organization that has financial advisors so I think a lot of people um, who need assistance and can afford it um, getting a financial advisor will help you kind of align and and it can set up a financial plan for you to really start to move the needle on your goals and what it is that you envision for your life I think the financial gym here in New York is is amazing if you're not in New York I would definitely see where you can find um, an individual organization that has financial Uh, advisors to start helping you get on the right track when it comes to your finances, retirement, savings, emergency funds, and the things that you want to do in your life. Um, Another thing that I will say is that if you uh, are at a company and they have webinars and different little uh, workshops where or lunch and learns where your particular 401k company for instance like a vanguard or fidelity uh, are having uh, workshops on how to like pay save and those different kind of topics that they do uh, workshops on I would definitely schedule time to attend it you never know what you can learn by just taking that one hour and listen to, listening to them provide you guidance um when it comes to savings and just overall how you should look at financial health. And then three, 
in order to get comfortable about your financial health and speaking about your money it's a hard thing it's a scary thing to tell people you know oh i'm falling on financial hard times or i ain't got it sis or i'm broke or i i can't right now you know my money a little funny whatever the case may be don't be afraid to be honest about where you you are with your financial health because once you start speaking it out loud mm, i'm not making what you're making can't you know you start to it, it honestly empowers you to know like i have a grasp of where i'm at and where i'm financially at and i know that i want to thrive at no matter what level i'm at financially so as i continue to climb and i continue to make more money i want to make sure that i'm always keeping in mind the end goal of where i want my financial health to go i think a lot of us are scared to just say how much we make and you know where we're at in our financial states not understanding that by even just speaking it out somebody can be like oh girl I can help my friend does this you should you know give them a ring give them a call they can help you you know get your finances in order oh you're trying to invest oh you're trying to do these different things I have a homeboy you just never know who may be willing to help you in a certain regard now when it comes to your money I'm not saying you need to trust everybody with your money I'm just saying you never know what resources may be out there to help you expound your knowledge within the financial realm to lead you to freedom, right? Financial freedom. Um, so these are things and where I would definitely uh, advise you to take a deeper look, take a deeper dive. Um, I think I want all of us to have a great financial health. Um, and I know that it's not something that's always talked about. And I know that you know, we're not experts. We're all trying to figure it out ourselves. This is what's worked for me. Um, this is what I'm exercising to do. Uh, financial exercising is like a muscle that I need to flex, get that my financial um, affairs in order. But I think what I'll do for um, season four is I'll have someone who's a financial expert come on and talk to you guys about how they got into the field of finance or being a certified um, public accountant and why they, you know, what their tips and tricks are for like making sure that you budget, have a good financial health and keeping in mind what you're spending on a monthly basis and like what your financial goals are. So be on the lookout for that for season four. Season four is coming out this March. Um, I'm currently in the planning stages, so don't worry. I am right now pushing out episodes from guests who have been on the podcast so if you're fairly new to this don't you worry there are a ton of great guests that have been on the show who have great journeys and stories again this podcast is to share fearless stories and how we overcome our fears and in the pursuit of happiness so with that being said um i'm wishing you guys nothing but love light and many blessings it's not a fearless friday but this is a special episode for you guys and it's your girl fearless kia and I'm out.